Hey, hello, hola, que tal, todo bien, orale, how you doing, here we are, new week baby, we back, episode numero 18 of Yes Way, oh man, did you have a good one, did you have a great week, I hope you had a great week, you know, we're all just trying to survive out in this place, we're all just trying to do the thing, Coronavirus is spreading, and we're trying to take precautionary measures to not get hit by the illness. Wash your hands, people. Wash your hands. Be mindful of touching your face. And uh, quarantine yourself if you feel like it. Don't quarantine yourself. Uh, Go live your life. Go live your life. Don't let fear keep you from doing whatever it is you want to do. Maybe stay away from the hot bar at Whole Foods. Maybe do that. I, you know, maybe don't touch those tongs, pick up the food, put it in there, and then you want to get a little taste, so then you just pick at it with your fingers, because the silverware is at the front of the Whole Foods, and then you realize, oh shit, my hands were just on that tong. I'm gonna die. Oh shit. Is that what, uh uh-oh. Allergy sneeze or coronavirus sneeze, people? What was it? It was an allergy sneeze. I didn't take my allergy medicine this morning. I got to start. Got to start doing it. All right. Anyway, here we are. How's it going? Um, New episode. As always, listen, uh, if you haven't yet, please, 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 please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, Subscribe to the podcast. If you're on YouTube, subscribe to the channel. Share it with your friends. Um, If you haven't yet, I got a movie up there. Uh, available on iTunes, Amazon, and Google Play. Go check that out, upthermovie.com for the links, or just go to those apps and search up there. That's U-P and then there, um, but T-H-E-R-E. I was going to say the way you spell there, but there's different spellings of there depending on your intention. Uh, But up there, there's only one way to spell up there, and that's T-H-E-R-E. Go check it out, and uh, yeah, if you like it, leave leave, leave a review. On, a, on IMDb, on Amazon, whatever. Leave a nice one uh, if you enjoy it. Uh, then what else, what else, what else? We got shows coming up. I'm pulling up those dates. I know next Tuesday, March 3rd, I'm going to be at the Brea Improv. So if you live in Brea, come on out to that show. Uh, March 20th is going to be my birthday show in Los Angeles. Tickets are already selling. Go ahead, get those. It's going to be a great show. Friday, March 20th, the Hollywood Improv main room. That's the big room. Got to fill that big, big bad boy up. All right. 8 p.m. Friday, 8 p.m. Oh, great. You get off work. You still have a few hours to go home. Get ready. Get yourself feeling good. Come out. Have a couple cocktails. They got good food. They got good food. Get some good food and a good show. And then you're out. We're going to be out by 9.30, 9.45. You still got the rest of your Friday night. Or if you're like me, you're just going to go home and pass the fuck out. Uh, so that'll be March 20th, April 14th. I'm at the Irvine Improv in Irvine, California, April 29th, Ontario Improv, Ontario, California, May 13th, Oxnard, California at Levity Live. And, uh, if you live at Levity Live last year was definitely my like smallest show. Cause I don't think I have a lot of, a lot of people that follow me out there in Oxnard. So if you live in Oxnard or, you know, out in that direction, please come on out. But that's like May 13th. So we'll push that, uh, more so, but yeah, Brea next week. Hollywood Improv March 20th. Those are the those are the next upcoming big ones. So I hope you're able to make it out. I got new material stuff. I'm working on stuff. I'm feeling really good about. Really excited. Uh, been working working that material, and I feel good about that material. Um, 
Although, let me tell you, man, stand-up is a fickle, fickle thing. I mean, there's just... I mean, I, I guess I assume it applies to anything in life. Anything you're doing, anything you're aspiring to, anything you're working towards. When that doubt starts to creep in, right? Like, I think I'm past the point where I feel like I'm worried about being bad at stand-up. I'm not... I'm, I, know I'm, I know I'm a competent comic. Uh, and on some nights, I feel like I'm, I'm a really good comic, you know? Uh, but I think my biggest fear is mediocrity. I think that's what I've started to realize that the, the, the fear of just being mediocre of being average is the scariest thing. I had, uh, three shows last week. Uh, was it last week? Yeah. I had four shows last week, but there was three shows in a row that were really interesting because, uh, the preview, it was like Sunday, not, so this is Wednesday. So not this past Sunday, but the Sunday before that. All right. And I was supposed to be on a show, just going to be a normal show. And then a uh, big comic called in, said he wanted to work his hour. And then I, they kept me on the show. So then I was doing 10 minutes in front of a sold-out crowd uh, at the club before you know a very big, well-respected comic. And I was like, I want to do well. And I was very – it was funny. It was like I haven't been nervous like that in a minute. Like I remember I got on stage and I, I had that like that that nervousness in my throat, that feeling like I can't, I'm trying to get all my jokes out in one breath. And I'm like, ah, da, 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 da. and then I squeal. I didn't actually squeal, but it feels like you're going to squeal. And I get the first joke out and then I get the first laugh and I'm like, I'm good. And then I had a, I had a great set. Did 10 minutes. It was a great set. Felt really good about it. Felt like I connected with the crowd. Felt like I did my job. And then... Two days later, I have a showcase. And uh, in LA, we do showcases, which is normally for industry. So they're like industries in the crowd and you're showcasing for different things or whatnot. And I've done a pretty good job at just like compartmentalizing what these showcases are and not overthinking, uh, you know, my performance in them or what people think. Because literally a showcase is like what people think of you and people that are, you know, keepers, gatekeepers in a way uh, in the industry. Although that's changing right? Because now people, artists are taking their own power by building audiences that can come out to shows. But, um, so, you know, you want to do well and it was a good show. All the comics did really well. And I went last and I just remember feeling, I left that show and I remember feeling like, man, I just didn't feel like I brought it tonight. I didn't feel like I, I stepped up to the plate and delivered when I needed to deliver tonight. And, you know, you start doubting yourself and you start feeling like, well, am I, am I, Am I, am I able to deliver uh, consistently at a high level? And then I realized, well, first of all, I think a lot of it was I went on stage and my mouth was just chapped and like dry. Like, I mean, my mouth was just dry. I felt like the Sahara Desert. And uh, I was up there and that, that's a minute and a half in. And I, it's like a 10 minute set. So I'm like, I gotta be up here for eight and a half minutes. And I'm just trying to find a way to lick my lips and, you know, get some... Uh, get some saliva bumping in in my mouth without making it weird cuz like this is this is a weird move you know the licking of the lips how do you lick your lips in a in a subtle way so i'm thinking about that but meanwhile i'm doing my jokes so i think i'm kind of on autopilot for for like one or two jokes as i'm trying to like deal with this like dry mouth situation so i wasn't even like present so for all i know it was fine but i think because i wasn't present i felt like 
I wasn't delivering at the level that I was able to. And then you're just, and then I, I fell into this old trap, this old thought pattern that I had, right? Where I'm overanalyzing this thing, where I'm comparing myself to the other comics, where I'm doubting myself, where I'm telling myself this story, right? We all kind of create these own stories, these stories in our minds, these stories of, um, of, 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 of what is real, but ultimately you're defining what's real. And if you're telling yourself one thing, you're going to find a way to validate that story in your life. You're going to find reasons why that story is true versus tell yourself another story. You're also going to find that. So if I'm telling myself I'm mediocre, I don't know if I'm any good, I'm going to find reasons why that may be true. But if I tell myself, you know what, I'm a good comic. I am capable. I am competent. I am, I am uh, experiencing success uh, on, on, on a certain level. And I will continue to. There are also plenty of valid reasons um, to believe that. So a lot of it goes back to the narrative and the story that you're telling yourself. And then the next day, guess what? Had another show, did a somewhat similar set, show went great, and it was like, and then that showcase ended up going well too. I like, I, I, I felt like, like going back, I was like, yeah, it was, it was good, it was good, it was good. Was it my best? Was it my best show ever? No, but that's fine. Because not every show is going to be the best show ever. Not every show is going to be just something that you're going to feel really, really good about. Not every joke is going to land every single time. You know, you're not going to have just crush, 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 work, 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 work. Maybe a joke that works all the time just didn't work and then you're worrying about that. It's like, it's all about perspective and it's all about how we are... um, how we are framing things and how we're framing our lives. And that was a really good lesson of it. It was just three shows. It was a show that I felt went great on the front end, a show that I felt went great on the back end. And then just this one show in the middle that I assigned a certain level of value to. Um, Understandably so. But you just got to have faith that you're doing the right things and that you're doing the work and that work is going to be seen even if you don't feel like it's being seen in the way that you think it should whether you know in comedy that'd be like the level of laughter um so it's just a really nice lesson about how we have the we have the control and we have the power to to really decide for ourselves how 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 our life looks our life is being lived in a certain way, but it's our decision to decide what that all means. It's all about the story that we're telling ourselves. So tell yourself a nice story about yourself. Um, find find, find the, 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 the positive outlook and the positive framing that will then be reinforced inherently because that's what you're looking for, because that's what you're telling yourself, because that is what you're telling the world through the way that you live your life with that mindset. Uh, I didn't mean to get all like motivational and shit, but like I was really, I've been doing a lot of thinking this past week and it's like, yeah, the second I just shift my, the, the framing of the whole situation and all was like, oh yeah, it's all fine. It's all good. And also I've done this enough times. I've experienced enough doubts and experienced enough, enough like uh, feelings of sorrow and disdain towards myself in the past only for none of that to actually like manifest itself. I look back and I go, think about all the times you were sad where you thought, oh, this is it. This is the end. This is a da-da-da. Was it? No, it wasn't. You kept going and it was fine. Um, And that's all a part of the process. Whatever you're doing now is in service of where you're going. And where you're going 
And what that means in the process, you don't know where you're going to go, but you do know what now means. You can decide what now means. And that's 100% in your control. Um, unless, you know, your brain starts doing some chemical shit and then starts telling you other stuff. But, you know, outside of that, we can, we can, we can work on it, right? We'll fall into these old traps, uh, but it's all about practicing and rewiring. Um, in other news, though, life is going pretty good. Uh, poop my bed. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I just, I, dude, I had like, all right, here's what happened. I was having a dream. It was a dream. It was a dream. It wasn't a nightmare. It was a dream. I was having a dream and I was a superhero. All right. I was a fucking superhero. And by the way, I was dreaming in Spanish, which is very rare for me. I normally do not dream in Spanish, but I was dreaming in Spanish and I was a superhero. I was a fucking super way, not Superman, super way. And I was going around, I was flying into places, I was saving people, went into a fucking party, two people fighting, I go, hey, páralo, okay, lo tienen que parar, porque si no lo van a parar, les voy a dar, les voy a dar un cagazo con estas manos, eh? te voy a reventar en la cara, te voy a reventar en la cara, te voy a dar boom, boom, chique, chique, boom, boom. Um, y si no, si no, si quieren pelear, pueden pelear, pero el ganador va a ganar un Ford Fiesta. And uh, real quick, I just became Don Francisco on uh, Sábado Gigante. Um, but, but yeah, so I was having this dream. I'm having this dream. I'm a Spanish superhero. And then my stomach, my stomach was just not, 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 not having a good time. I think in, I think I, maybe, maybe in the dream, I went to a party and I had some food. And then my stomach as a superhero, I'm like, I know. I had like a, my, my Spanish superhero voice was like a very like machismo dude, but then also, <laughs> but it was like a machismo dude, but then also like a, like a trailer announcer, like in a world where one man and a donkey become best friends, they go on a trip to the Bahamas, I don't know, something like that, and I'm like, I no, no me siento muy bien, you know, uh, just too much, and uh, woke up, I farted, it was a shart, and I pooped myself, it wasn't a lot, it wasn't like a big poop on myself, but it was like, I sharted, so then the liquids come out, and then I went through the boxers and the juices, hit the sheets and the mattress. And um, I'll, I don't know how long I slept after that. I remember thinking that was just in the dream. And then I woke up and then I was like, oh no, that's in reality. <laughs> it, 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 the, normally, like I thought it was just, uh, I thought it was lucid dreaming. I thought it was just a lucid dream. It wasn't a lucid dream. It was a real dream. Really pooped myself. Um, so then what do you do? You wake up. You clean up, you swap out your boxers, throw the sheets in the washer, and then you go back to sleep on the mattress. It was still, it was, it was still early, and I still wanted another hour of sleep, so I went to sleep on a bare mattress. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? That. That is what you're gonna do. Um, and uh, I guess I now know that uh, I'm getting older. Getting older. Losing. Uh, is, what, what am I? What? What am I? Fucking Benjamin Button, and I'm 80 at 27. Just reverse aging, baby. Just uh, doing the oppo seat wasn't was wasn't a great feeling, but you know, 
Superway came to the rescue. Dude, I love that voice. I would love to do like a Spanish telenovela. Oh, that would be so much fun. Oh, dude, just, just being mad extra about everything. Just, ay, no lo puedo creer. ¿Cómo puedes hacer esto? No, pero no lo entiendo. ¿Por qué me puedes hacer esto? ¿Por qué me vas a hacer esto? Ay, I feel like I would definitely turn into an Argentine. Like, I feel like my Argentinian accent would come out because I would just be mad extra. The hands would be working. The hands would be doing their thing. Um, and just, just an episode where I walk in on my wife playing Twister with, with, with the pool boy. Twi just playing Twister. But it's a big deal. It's, you know, just walk in, just chico. Ay, no. No lo puedo creer. Gloria. ¿Cómo me puedes hacer esto? Yo pensé que Twister era nuestro juego. Que Twister. Era el juego que, que, que tú jugaste conmigo porque nos gustaba. We liked. La manera en como nuestros cuerpos, our bodies, they come together and they twist como un pretzel. Como un pretzel. Antians. Como me encanta Antians. Ahora nunca voy a poder comer un pretzel otra vez sin pensar en este momento. Gloria, Gloria, y no lo puedo creer. I cannot believe it. It turns into a really bad musical that grosses a hundred million dollars because of how bad it is. Um, we'll call it a twist of love. Un twist. De amor. That'd be fun. Be a good time. Be a good old grand time. I feel like I'd be. A, I feel like I could be a decent Spanish soap opera actor. I don't know. Definitely, I think I could be a soap opera actor. I don't know if I want to do that. It's hard. People people make fun of soap operas, but soap operas are hard because they shoot. Man, I don't know how many pages a day. Like, on a normal television show, they'll shoot anywhere from, like, or a movie, anywhere, literally from, like, three pages to ten pages, maybe, depending on the show and depending on the movie, three to ten pages. Um, but on soap operas, like, they, I think they shoot the whole, I mean, they shoot the whole episode in a day. And there's, like, 60, 70 pages, and, like, these actors have to memorize all these chunks of dialogue and I'm sure stuff is getting rewritten in the moment and they just have to learn how to like memorize this stuff and put it out and it's like and they only get sometimes like one or two takes like people wonder like why is soap opera acting so bad well they have to memorize a ton of shit and by the way not so bad some of I mean they're all like actually pretty good actors I would think um but like maybe sometimes it's like not as polished or not as like nuanced because they're just Memorizing a bunch of dialogue and they got to get it out in one, maybe two takes and then move on. So there's no time to like internalize it and to really like break it down in a, in a super, super duper, duper nuanced way and then be able to like get a couple takes in or be able to just focus on this one scene today. It's like, no, we got to do the entire, the entire episode. We got to tell this whole story today. Where we're just, brah, 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 brah. it's tough. 
So I mean, shout out to soap opera actors. I think they get a they you know they get a bad rap, but they don't deserve it. Um, what else? What else? Uh, therapy. I had a therapy session uh, with my therapist last week, as you do. Why do you think I, I I feel so insightful at the beginning of this podcast? Because I worked through some of it with my therapista. Um, but yeah, I went to therapy. And at one point, my anxiety's got a lot better. I've been going to therapy for almost two years now. And really, I went in there for my anxiety because I had really, really, really bad anxiety. And it's really gotten a lot better. It honestly has. I've, 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 I've worked on it. I still have anxiety attacks on occasion, right? And I still like feel anxiety come on, but my ability to deal with it has gotten significantly uh, better. I should do an episode where I actually, we, for people with anxiety, um, there's a, there's like a whole list of thought patterns, right? Uh, that our brains tend to go through that tend to lead to, to the anxiety, um, manifesting itself. And, uh, there's a bunch of different ones. The ones that I generally do, they're called like catastrophizing, which is which means like you your mind goes to the worst case scenario, and then you're living in the worst case scenario, which isn't even real. Um, fortune telling, which is like trying to predict the future. Mind reading, which is where you're you're literally trying to guess what other people are thinking of you. All these types of things that lead to lead to anxiety, um, and a lot of the time. Um, it's because you're, I mean, for me, at least for me, what I've realized is I have a tendency to live in a false reality and I tend to worry about, uh, hypothetical situations and how things could play out as opposed to just living life and letting it play out. And if that happens, then I'll deal with it, but not living in anguish unnecessarily. So, uh, so, but like I've been dealing with, well, I was like 20 minutes into the session. I was like, I don't know. I think, I think I feel I'm pretty good today. Right. Granted, probably two weeks ago, I was like crying or something, but like, I was like, I'm feeling pretty good today. Life's feeling pretty good. I feel like in general, it's going in a positive direction. She goes, all right, well, I mean, Daniel, it sounds like you're doing really well with your anxiety. Is there a, is there, you know, do is there really like anything else that, uh, that you feel we need to work on? Anything else you, you, you really need to, need to work through? Cause if not, you know, I mean, you can still come in whenever you want, but maybe, maybe, maybe you don't need to come in as often as you do anymore. And uh, I went, hold on. And I opened up my imaginary briefcase. And I pulled out a list, just like five CVS receipts worth of a list. And I went, excuse me, let's see. Um, childhood, sadness, Body dysmorphia, doubting myself, and uh, we can keep going, but I think that's a good place where maybe we could start. <laughs> just those those like buzzwords and see where it takes us, and then we just opened up a whole other bag of worms. Uh, so now we're working on the, on all that stuff. Uh, yeah, I got it. I got issues with my body. I always have. I always have had. Uh, Always had, always, always, never saw myself in the best light when it came to uh, to myself and my body. Uh, so I'm trying to trying to work on that. You know, when I was a kid, I would like I would like hunch because I was I was a, I was a bigger kid and I would hunch and I'd pull my shirt down because I felt like that would make me look skinny. And now I know you gotta this this the the just 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 own it. Be be comfortable with yourself, right? I still I still have it. I still have the ticks where like I'll pull my shirt down, right? Or I'll do this thing where I like pinch my stomach 
right? Just like like I'm checking in on it. I'm like, oh, where were we at today? Uh, it's not it's not super healthy at all, but gotta gotta work through it and gotta find a find find a way crack the crack the code to really start loving myself and not uh, set this unrealistic expectation of what I need to look like in order to validate uh, my existence and the way that I look in this world. Damn. We're just getting into the nitty gritty on this podcast today. Um, yeah, that shit affects, uh, I think that's something that like, it affects a lot of people. It affects a lot, a lot, a lot of people. Uh, there's a photo of me when I was like six, I was like six or seven years old and I used to swim and it's just me in a Speedo and I have like a gold medal around and I'm just smiling. I'm just like a, I'm just like a, like a bigger kid with a Speedo, just little, little dick, just a six year old dick in a Speedo, right? Not, not, not much going on there, right? And I just got, uh, I got a nice little, nice little, nice little uh, love belly, right? And I'm smiling and I'm happy and I got not a care in the world. And I go, that's that's what to aspire to, just loving yourself, um, no, no matter what, because it's all, it's it's all good, and you are worth it, and you are beautiful, and you are wonderful, um, no, no, no matter what, what you look like, um, so. Got to work on that stuff, you know? Bang, bang. Body positivity, baby. Um, but, uh, all right. Got to gotta, 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 gotta cover a couple things before before we head out today. Um, first and foremost, uh, well, not first and foremost. I guess first and foremost. I'll do it at the end. I'll do it at the end. This is just my recommend. Things I watched this week that I really enjoyed that I think you definitely should check out. I will do that at the end. But before we head out, I think we got to do this. I feel like we got to do it. I think it's time for uh, a little segment of No Mommy's Way. No Mommy's Way. No Mommy's Way. That's right, everybody. It's No Mommy's Way. I didn't do it last week because I guess I was feeling positive. But I talk about something that bothered me uh, this past week that I've been stewing on, that I've been brewing on, that I've been thinking of and gnawing on far too much. And um, I, uh, what's it called? I went to a a Mexican restaurant here in LA and it was it was like in Silver Lake and the food was god awful. I'm not going to say it was like super overpriced because it wasn't super overpriced for a Mexican restaurant in LA, but the food was era una cagada, era I mean, este taco de pollo mojado en papel. It looked like a bird puked up a chicken taco. I mean, I listen, I eat everything. I am the vacuum cleaner at the table, but I could not eat this, okay? I looked at it and I went, nope, all right? Nope. There was a carne asada taco. The taco, the tortilla, they didn't like heat it up. It was like a fucking, it was a bee tortilla. This happened like a month ago. I'm trying to think if I talked about this on the podcast yet. I, if I ha- Even if I have, I don't care. It's worth doing again, okay? Because I don't understand how you could have bad Mexican food in Los Angeles. I just don't get it, all right? There's plenty of people that cook good Mexican food. Plenty, all right? The resources are out there to get good food. You have no excuse, all right? Especially a taco, man. I make tacos at home in an Instant Pot, and they're better than this. Get an Instant Pot in your kitchen, then, if that's what it is, all right? You want to just get some shredded chicken tacos? That would be better, all right? Go out, get the tortillas in a bag, buy that, corn tortillas, put it on the stove, get it nice and crispy, let that shit bubble. Bang. I mean, it's not, it's not that complicated, 
And it bothers me so much because there's just no excuse. And then I feel ripped off. And then it's like, I just spent, I don't know, with like a drink and two tacos. That was like, I mean, 12 and then like 17 or something like that. I don't know. Too much. It just felt too much. And now I'm like, I'm feeling spiteful. I'm not going to write a Yelp review because fucking I don't feel like it. And other people already are. So like, I'm good. Uh, I, I didn't, I normally look up Yelp reviews for places for this reason. Exactly. Because I didn't look it up for Yelp on this place. And then we went and then I checked the Yelp review, bad Yelp reviews could have avoided it. My mistake. But then went over, uh, to this bar, uh, down the street and there was barbecue. There's a, a barbecue spot over there. And, um, uh, there was a dude selling barbecue out front, just like out of like a, um, what's it called? Um, like one of those, like a trailer, like hitch trailer things. And he was selling barbecue and, um, man, I'm trying to think what's it called. Hmm. Is it Rich's Barbecue? Yes, Rich's Barbecue. Rich's Barbecue in Silver Lake. Dude has amazing barbecue. I'll give a shout out to him because he deserves it. But just, no hay razón. Hay cero razón porque tienes que hacer eso. No más tienes que. Mira, I'm not saying all Mexicans know how to cook. I'm not saying all Mexicans know how to cook good Mexican food well. But there's a lot to do. And there's a lot that, you know, people need jobs. People are looking for work. And you know what? I don't even think it's their fault. I think it has to be the ingredients. It's also, it's probably just, it's probably some just like, why dude that opened up a restaurant in Silver Lake and they just got cheap ingredients and he's trying to pitch a penny and he's like, well, we have good cocktails and a nice ambiance. And it's like, bro, get the food right. Get the food right. <sighs> All right. Before we finish up, my camera's about to die. So let me just restart this real quick. There we go. All right. Well, that's it. That's the end of this week's uh, podcast. Like I said, there were some things that I watched this week that I really enjoyed. Went to go see Birds of Prey. That was fire. That was very good. Saw Badlands uh, at the new Bev in 35 mil. Uh, Terrence Malick saw that for the first time. That was wonderful. Check it out. Uh, I'm sure it's available on all the things. And, uh, of course, check out Hentified. Watched Hentified this week. Uh, I know some of the people uh, involved and in it, and it is a it is a wonderful show. Seems like people are watching it and people are enjoying it. Um, but I know it's important, especially on that Netflix platform, for people to be binging it first weekend, first week, first like month. I think is when they make all the decisions. Or first, I think like in the first like twenty eight days or something like that, or first two months, whatever. But if you haven't, check it out. Support. Um, it's a. It's you know I think it's important to support um shows that um that 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 are made by us for us and um you know we need to show that there's an audience out there in order to open the door for more shows like it to uh to continue to be made and to continue to uh explore the breadth um of of the of the cultural experiences the nuances and uh you know uh, not not just like a you know just like a like a like a full breadth of it all you know what I'm saying you know what I'm saying I, I think it's a wonderful show and I think it's worth uh, definitely checking out and watching so go ahead support Hentified do the dang thing um, other than that 
That's the end of the podcast. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you haven't yet, as I said in the beginning, please leave a uh, review on Apple iTunes. Rate, review, subscribe, all that good stuff. If you're on YouTube, subscribe to the channel. Uh, you can follow me at DW Comedy on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And uh, what else? What else? If you want to shoot me an email with a question, anything like that, DWComedy2 at gmail.com. Whoa, that was my stomach. Don't know if you heard it, but... My stomach just went, hello. Anyway, other than that, that is the end of this week's episode. As always, we'll see you next week. Till then, be good, be kind, and we'll see you then.